Psychotherapy is taking care of yourself and others. Here's the basic way to mental health. Hello. Welcome to The Explanation with Sam Canella. Today's episode, Basic Psychotherapy Guidelines for Beneficial Mental Health, is brought to you by TheExplanation.com. Psychotherapy is getting practical. It's how you work with your own or someone else's neshama and ruach, consciousness and mind. If you're a parent, teacher, coach, guide, supervisor, manager, employer, or in any position where you have a responsibility for the well-being or influence of another human being, then you practice psychotherapy. So how to be practical to the point? Well, simple and efficient is the name of the game in a very fast-moving world. Another key factor is all of us carry baggage, heredity, cultural, traditional, national, and personal baggage that weighs on us physically and mentally. It's often this weight that we can't shed or lighten the load. The psychotherapy help we give is aimed at reducing that load. It can be a lengthy process, so the major principle is to, one, take one little step at a time. A long journey starts with one little step. And two, in individual psychotherapy, discuss or encourage what the one priority aspect of their life is that needs help. Agree on a little step to make progress and then monitor that step. And three, we might have to be flexible in defining what that first step is. If you hit a brick wall with the individual, try another approach. For instance, an individual might not like construction, but enjoys cooking or dancing. If the activity and the little step are law-abiding, assist them on their journey. Below are the five fundamental aspects of consciousness and the practical everyday application by the mind. The final diagram reveals the psyche under the benevolent umbrella of God's Logos. Practical, efficient, godly psychology. The first element of consciousness, the purpose of life. That's chapter 15 of the book, Mind-Body Problem Solved. Nature of humans, consciousness and mind, space-time, creativity, imagination, learning, choices, growth mindset, facing challenges, and rule life responsibly. For a human to flourish, they must know what their purpose in life is. Education, in all its forms, from parenting to teaching, to maturing, 
to growing up, to apprenticing, to educating, to mentoring, to forming, to training, to development, to whatever we input into an individual's psyche must first and foremost be to enhance that person's purpose of life. Truth, love, authority, courage, power, intelligence, travel, experience, etc. are not the purpose of life. They are tools we use to enhance and reach our purpose in life. Education is not about facts, exams, and diplomas. Yes, those are necessary, but they are stepping stones to helping young and old to know and accomplish their purpose in life. Your purpose of life is that overriding desire to do something in line with your personal ambitions, your education, your skills. It is what motivates you to get out of bed, to think and plan your future. It's what you really want to do with your life. Our imagination, our choices, our creativity, our learning, our growth mindset, and the challenges lead us to that point. We are fulfilled, happy, and at peace because of the combination of our 24-hour daily activities. It is our work time, leisure time, home time, bedtime that satisfy our needs for ourselves and those around us. Psychology, all therapy, and education should be putting all people on the track to their individual purpose in life. The second element of consciousness, how humans function. That's chapter 16 of the book. Two-faced humanity, free will, behavior, ethics, justice, self-reproach, and forgiveness. Psychology's role is to help people align their purpose and their nature. When these two work in tandem, a person begins to see positive results in their life. Imagine transforming from a twisted personal and or professional life, that's one's purpose, and a conflictual mode with outside people and inner self-doubt, that's our human nature, putting your personal conflicts and professional misgivings in order is a pathway to reduced anxiety and depression. When psychologists have to intervene, we're dealing with rehabilitation. Prevention is a much better solution, and that comes firstly from parenting and secondly from schooling. It's up to parents to help their children understand their dual nature, the first step in how they function.
make wise choices, the second step, and behave decently, the third trait of human nature. As overseers, parents set rules, the fourth characteristic, and apply rewards and discipline, that's justice, the fifth characteristic of human nature. There's always room for change, the sixth trait, and without fail, forgiveness, the seventh and final trait. The entire seven-step procedure is called love. The rules and behavior for how human life functions are found in the book of Proverbs in the Bible. This is a father-to-son fireside chat containing the most elementary ethics for a fruitful and happy life. There's not one single injunction that is not valid in the 21st century. Psychotherapy's responsibility is to help fellow humans function in a law-abiding way so as to find their place in the fabric of society. The third element of consciousness is social relationships. Chapter 17. These following areas need to be guided by God's Word. Human society, unique individuals, gender equality, bride and groom, couple relationships, marriage, family, parenting, extended family, ethnicity, nations, languages, and globalization. Please listen to Jordan Peterson on loneliness and intimate connections. His advice is sound. But beyond the advice, the statistics, the characteristics of singles and their interactions, I want you to understand that social relationships are taken for granted as a defining element of all humans planet-wide. There's no doubt humans are social creatures. There are many wonderful families with husband-wife, father-mother, and children assuming the benefits and responsibilities of family life, thankfully. But in general, with wayward dating and sex, divorce, parenting, delinquency, and dysfunctioning adults, we're paying a high societal price. The psychologist's role is to help people get back to the basics of social relationships. The fourth element of consciousness is human rulership. Chapter 18 of this book needs to be piloted again by God's Word in the following areas. Human government, governance structure, government for the people, human needs, inner peace, peace of mind, national and individual prosperity, history of individuals and nations, individual rights versus collective rights, peace, government organization, and best form of government. Psychology and human rulership.
the vast majority of humans crave to know how to manage themselves and others better. There are many good books on this subject. Here are four bestsellers. 21 Lessons for the 21st Century by Yuval Harari The Laws of Human Nature by Robert Greene Behave The Biology of Humans at Our Best and Worst by Robert Sapolsky and 12 Rules for Life An Antidote to Chaos by Jordan B. Peterson this brief section on psychology is designed to show how all people worldwide can benefit from such teaching. It is a non-biblical perspective that is helpful for the general public. There are many other books in this field. In fact, we live in an era of life coaches, people who imagine rules of life for social relationships and management. And the fifth and final element of consciousness is reasoning. That's chapter 19. So these areas need to be governed by God's Word. Observation and intuition, philosophy, science, religion, and theology. Theological reasoning should be the basis of real education, respect for God and His wisdom, as Proverbs tells us. Proverbs 9, verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. That's Strong's H998 from H995. Knowledge of the holy is proper theology, the fifth of the five types of reasoning. We must realize 100% He, God, has understanding, H995. He is Neshama, the ultimate consciousness and foundation. He's embedded a portion of His Neshama in each one of us. That consciousness endows you and me with a purpose in life, human functions, social relations, and reasoning powers. We must learn not to reason according to our imagination, but according to the knowledge of the holy, the fitting one of the five types of reasoning. Psychotherapy is the five properties of neshama activated by the ruach, the fundamental elements of our consciousness developed by our mind power in accord with God's word for the well-being of all individuals regardless of their belief in him. The power of proper psychotherapy, based on the Bible, can establish, improve, and maintain the mental health of all people, regardless of their culture and beliefs.
This episode is brought to you by The Explanation Bible Institute. Unlock Bible meaning with seven keys to master biblical Hebrew, a proven method to grasp the God-given original meaning of Scripture, available at theexplanation.com. Keep seeking answers to the big questions in life and reveal the explanation.